Spouse Holes is brought to you by Mad Viking Beard Company, the best beard oil in the land. Just ask me, I'll tell you. Looks amazing, smells amazing, and is all natural. Check them out at madvikingbeard.com. Drop the razor and beard responsibly. And for our listeners that are in the Salt Lake area or visiting the Salt Lake area, check out Caesars Royal Lounge for the best cut you'll ever get, whether it be a straight razor shave or an actual haircut. He'll give you the best service, the best cut. You'll look good and your women will thank you. Check him out at CaesarsRoyalLounge.com. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Spouse Holes. I'm here with Eric. Yes, sirree. How you be? Doing pretty good. Yourself? Good. How was your week? How did you feel your week went? You started a new job, so how did your week go? Oh, the new job is awesome. I'm loving it. Um, can't complain when it comes to that job. I don't want to get into a lot of details because it's my personal stuff, you know, but... <laughs> I know, but you're learning ASL. That's part of my job. That's I part of your job. Yeah, that's kind of what I sign wanted language. to do. So it's really fun. Um, I get a lot more opportunity to actually do sign language. So it's a yeah, that's good awesome. place to be. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we did this week. Obviously, football is right around the corner. So a lot of football games for the little people out there. So those have been fun. Um, I don't know what else we did. Oh, we did a fight. The fight night. Yeah, we did UFC's latest pay-per-view where we saw Cormier defend his title and lose his title. Unfortunately, I had to go tend to the girls because they were having a rough night. But how did the fight go? How did it end? So that fight was surprising to me for a number of reasons because I'm not a DC fan, Daniel oh, Cormier. Oh, for sure. You hate him. But I was rooting for him tonight or that night it was weird that you were rooting for him (laughs) sure enough i root for him and he lets me down and he loses (laughs) but i have to give him props because he did look the better fighter for the first three rounds it was a five round fight first three rounds he pretty much just picked him apart and was destroying him and then stipe in the fourth just changed his game plan a little bit started throwing a bunch of body shots and when those body shots were landing it just made it so that DC just was I think he was also gassed and right that's exhausting got him yeah I came in at the end when they were interviewing and they interviewed what's his name which one the, DC the one the winner Stipe Stipe is his first name I, can't I his walked name. in and he was talking and it was so funny because I could not understand him. And you, and it, like, you nailed it. You said he sounded like Boomhauer. Is that his name? Yeah, from, Boomhauer off of uh, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. <laughs> Literally, that's all you heard. And yeah, that's all we. It was pretty funny. It was. I think he probably was suffering a concussion in the moment oh, because for he sure. took a lot of headshots in the fight. I don't know how they inter- are able to interview them that immediate, like after, because they. I mean, they're tired. They did get a lot of hits to the head. So when you talk to them, sometimes you're like, they're not all here. Like you can tell that they're not all here. And a lot of times for when like a champion loses, uh, the UFC likes to interview the champion as well. So in this case, they actually interviewed DC. Mm -hmm. And I know that Joe Rogan has came out and said that he hates doing it when they've been knocked out because it's like they don't even know where they're at. And I'm supposed to put a microphone in their face and to try to figure out 
you know, how are you feeling? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's crazy. So week went pretty good. Um, should we get into some holes? Oh, yes, please. You want to go first? Sound a little excited. A little excited. I don't know how I would react in this scenario. So imagine that you, well, one, are cool enough that you live on a beach and you get to have like the boardwalk experience and you take your dog for a walk. So far, so good. You know, just enjoying a great time. And the homeless man comes out of nowhere and for no reason whatsoever punts your little dog (laughs) 15 feet into the air. Oh my gosh. Did the dog die? Collapsing the dog's lung (gasps) and displacing the dog's heart. What? That is so rude. I laughed. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. It was just kind of a funny image. But then, no, it's not funny. But that's so sad. Yeah, so... The dog live? They said that it's a serious injuries, but the dog right. is home now oh, and wow. recovering. I don't know do if it'll do? be the same, you know. I didn't know... The story didn't really clarify or didn't... It was a very short glimpse. There was a video attached to it, but I didn't know if I wanted to see... The dog getting punted. Well, I don't think you'd see the punting of the dog, but I'm guessing you'd see like maybe the aftermath. Aftermath. And I didn't know if I wanted to see all that, but uh, if it was, I'm guessing it was a woman walking the dog. I don't know. Why would you assume it's just a woman? Because I think that if a guy was walking the dog, the dude's getting his ass beat. If I'm out walking, like when we had our little dog, Smokey. I'm out walking the dog and for no reason, like now, if, and that's what it says in the article is no, for no reason. Now, if my dog didn't do anything to you and it's on a leash and you punt it, I don't know if this dog was on a leash, like for it to go 15 feet in the air, eh, I don't think it was on a leash. I don't, it yeah. But for the dog to do nothing at all and then you to punt my dog in front of me, I'm fighting you, like period. Maybe the homeless guy was bigger than the guy. I, I guess, but I'm fighting. Those, I mean, you're a bigger guy, actions. though, you know, so, <laughs> you know, your odds are a little bit better than somebody who's shorter, maybe a lot thinner. So. That's fair. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I don't know what I would do in that situation and what you could do because he's homeless. Like, you can't, what are you going to take he's away fearless? his cardboard or? Well, I guess the police knew of him uh, and so he was actually problems. out on probation for oh. like us, like messing with officers and he's a known public um like menace menace he's known wow. for just disturbing the public and that's crazy being a little ass a little hole <laughs> all right so mine has to do with a dog too oh interesting yeah so mine happened in florida so the florida woman takes her dog into the groomers and comes back hours later and they were supposed to brush the dog's teeth clip the nails you know what they do trim the hair all that stuff and she sees her dog and they shave the dog's eyebrows off and the tail like they shaved the tail and they colored the dog's eyebrows and the tip of the tail green and the ears pink and underneath the stomach it was also pink but it wasn't from dye it was an infection that it got at the groomers 
So there's a picture and I'll, I'll post it. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. So obviously she's pissed and she's taken the dog to the vet to get the infection taken care of. And the groomer said that they'll reimburse it. But sometimes I guess they do dye the dog's hair without people knowing if they feel like there's things that need to be like adjusted or fixed or more appealing for the owner. And they did say that they should be asking, but... <laughs> But I don't know, and she doesn't know, doesn't really go into details as to why, and it looks like the groomer never took an interview from, like, Fox, who, you know, the news was on Fox News. Um, so they tried to contact them, but they won't return another calls or whatever. But it's just kind of weird and random to go and get your dog back and have green eyebrows and tail and pink ears. People, when she posts this picture, please take a look. This is heinous. It's so sad. Like, why would you ever do that to a poor puppy? Not just the poor puppy, but that doesn't even seem like a legit business operation. No. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, what professional would do that, you know? Well, like, if I picked up my dog looking like that, one, they wouldn't get a penny from me, so reimbursement wouldn't be an option. Well, and I was very picky about our last dog, um, our first dog that we had, Smokey. Uh, she has really long, well, I don't know now, but Still does. she does. She has really long eyelashes and I never wanted her eyelashes to get cut because they were so long. And so whenever they would take them to the groomers, you would always tell them, do not cut the eyelashes. You can it's cut everything else. still on the card. She goes to the same groomer. and They don't cut the eyelashes. The last time I saw her, she was uh, long eyelashed and the same haircut we used to get her back when we had her. Yeah. My parents have her now, for those listening. We... Uh, we're living with them at first, and when we decided to move out, uh, the dog had bonded more to my dad than to us. So. And we couldn't take her to the apartment. Yeah, so I felt bad trying to find somewhere to take her. So my parents stepped up, and we still get to see her. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I was picking about that, so I would be livid going in because my dog came out. Well, there was even times where at, when we the first few times we would take uh, Smokey to the groomer, that they didn't follow your instruction to the letter and you got frustrated. I can't imagine taking my dog in to get a haircut and to come back with it having green and pink dye and an infection Yeah. in the course of hours. Oh, I hours. would lose my shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so when I read that, I was like, my heart goes out to this little lady. Like, that's so sad. So, all right, should we get into our topic today? I'm really excited about this topic because I think me and you don't see eye to eye on this topic. Well, this topic is going to range, I think, for, and it can be several episodes, to be honest, because we can go down some lanes that are <laughs> in a similar realm. Yeah. Okay. So our topic tonight is, or today or whatever, is on ghosts. That was a long pause. I was trying to think about a word this. I'm leaving that pause in there too, so I'm just going <laughs> to draw it in for the listeners. It's on ghosts. So... Are you a believer of spirits or just strange activity happening? Do you believe in that? I can't say that I do. And I think it's one of those things where the people that do believe either have had an experience or they can believe in things without more. Oh, like God? (laughs) We're not going to get in that. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm sorry. Well, this is where this off episode is going. <laughs> but so you've never had an experience yourself that I've seen a ghost? No. And you, so you don't really believe 
that something could be in the house you don't do you do you believe in the energies or like a weird feeling like i definitely can say that i've had like heebie-jeebie feelings but i think that's your own intuition more than there being something in the house per se for instance the other night when we were out doing yard work in our front yard we had our dog out with us and our dog doesn't bark at people doesn't, no, she's really good. She's a really good dog. She, I don't put her on a leash when she's out in the front yard with us. We don't have a fence. And I feel confident that if someone's walking by, I can control her enough that I'm not worried to put her on a leash. So we're out and people are walking up and down the street and some time goes by. And then these other two people come walking by and the dog barks at them. But and it was a very unique, weird bark. Like it was a deep like she was getting almost aggressive like not that she wasn't to attack him but it was was just like a yeah it was just a deep bark like what are you doing we thought it was a different animal we didn't even think it was our dog because we had never heard her do anything like that and so me and you were like kind of put on aware if you will like "Eh, maybe there's something up with these people and so we just kept doing some yard work and she calmed down laid back down a little while later another couple comes by and there have a big dog on a leash and they're able to walk right in front of our house with a dog talking. I noticed them. You noticed them. The dog didn't flinch, didn't bark, didn't do anything. Well, the people from previous that she barked at must have been doing laps because they came by again and she growled at them. She didn't do the same crazy bark, but she was aware of their presence. And they're not even on the sidewalk. They're further from us and they were in the street. Yeah, because she, she made them jump. Yeah, yeah, she, she scared so, them. She was aware of them both times and it was just really weird. So that's when my like, for me, I would say energy, I would be more on alert and like maybe an energy they're putting off or, you know, I think you can read people more than you can read energies, but maybe it's an energy they're putting out. I don't know how to describe it, but for me, the dog was sensing something. And so it made me more alert. And so I was aware when those people walked by. So do you think it's a culture thing then? No, because there's lots of, I'll phrase this nicely, white people that believe in it. Because uh-huh. I know that, like Latins, a lot of people are like, oh, you must be Latin to me because it's like everything that I believe in, they're like, you're just too crazy about believing in ghosts. But okay, yeah, I know there's people who believe in that kind of stuff and it creeps me out. I mean, I know there's shows that they like fluff it more or they probably stage more to you know to get the show to well, get I just, views i just love it because it goes with one and this is a side from the ghosts but also like bigfoot all the bigfoot shows and all the <laughs> they uh, never find ghost them. shows <laughs> they never find anything that like is legit enough to make non-believers believers but the people that kind of believe or do believe, it keeps them interested. It in keeps them obsessed back, with it, right? And like I try to sit through those shows, but I feel like one, they'll capture recordings, right? They'll have communications with these ghosts, but yet, here one second, I'm my friend that passed away when I was six is here with us right now. So okay, that was my other thing. Do you believe in people who like read? What's up, Eric? How you doing? <laughs> I'm here visiting. Oh my god. Okay, you hear that's a that? no, you don't believe in that stuff. So like you don't believe in like the mediums or whatever they're called. I think they have a very good 
way of, you know, making you believe that they can do what they're saying they're doing, but... But you personally don't believe... No, I don't think they can contact someone who's died and have a conversation with them that would prove to me that they're speaking to someone that I actually knew that was dead. Maybe we need to just get somebody on here. Yeah, we can reach out. Hey, if anyone knows anybody or you claim to be one that you can be help the, me understand, and like, reach out maybe to us at spousals.com. And yeah, and it'd be maybe interesting to interview them and maybe have like one of those sessions recorded and see how it goes. Because sometimes you just hear of them doing it and they give you details that you're like, how do you even, like, you don't know me. How did you get that information? So unless, like, you posted it and it was something that you posted, like, 20 years ago and... It'd be interesting to see what all information they gathered when you're making an appointment with them. Like, if like how much research they do on yeah, you. Yeah, if they go out and they look at all your social media feeds and they can do a a deep dive on Facebook. Well, yeah, but if it's like their job and they only get, you know, four customers a day, I guess that's true. They need to make it believable enough that those people say, wow. Okay. Just to put it out there, I do believe in that kind of stuff. And I was always told you don't ever open certain doors to let certain spirits come into your home. So I'm, that's why I'm like heavy in like positive energies and meditation. And I know, and I know a lot of people out there like, what the heck, but I do the rub, the egg rub because I, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, you grab an egg and you rub it on your body. Or sometimes I do it to the girls, like if they're scared or having a rough time, but I did it to myself the other day and you just rub the head. It's quick. You rub the egg from your head down, you know, getting the energy out. You crack it in a, like lukewarm water in a glass cup. And then depending on how it comes up and the yolk comes up and if it's cooked or what's in it will be like the energies or whatever's in it. So when I did it, there was a lot of negative like energies coming out of it. And when you get rid of it, you have to like put salt in the cup and you throw it away in like the toilet. Like, and then I like steam and clean that cup out really good. Cause you're not supposed to drink out of that. I mean, it's bad energy. So I believe in the energies and all that. And I definitely believe in ghosts. Like my, <laughs> my parents, we lived in, um, in this house that we rented out back, before we were married and um this house the basement was creepy like you were in the basement were you fine in the basement like, i you slept didn't... in the basement every weekend and i was fine and i literally could not sleep in that basement like it was it was so like heavy for me to be in that basement like my room wasn't as bad as the living room and my sister's room because like You're, there's a ghost right there. <laughs> My Siri's going off while you're talking. Right. Um, but when you would walk down, I don't know, I guess everybody else, maybe it's just because you don't believe, but everybody else said when they walked down into that living room, they just felt like heavy, like it was just scary. It was gross to be down there. Um, my brother stayed down there once with his family, and um, he said that like there was something that was like he felt hovering over him and he just didn't feel right in there with his kids and stuff. And we were moving out of this house and my dad said that he, you know, we were getting everything out. Everything was pretty much out of the house. So my dad said he was going back into the house to do like a, you know, a run, 
But when he turned around to go into the garage, he saw somebody from the side of like his view run into the house, like a man. And so he was like, hey, 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 you know, like trying to get his attention. So my dad ran in after him. He said that he ran in and was like, you can't be in here. We're leaving. And he saw the guy. uh, He actually saw this guy. And he said he saw him running up the stairs. So my dad followed him up the stairs and he heard the door close of one of the rooms. So my dad pushed his way in and got into the room and there was nobody in the room. And there was, and he looked in the closet. He looked everywhere. There was nobody there. And so he's like, "Hey, we gotta go." <laughs> so he like grabbed the, the last, last stuff. Straw for him, huh? Yeah, because there was other things that would happen in the house. Things would be opening, and you know, people would see people in the backyard or people being mean to the dog. But then when they run out, nobody would be back there. But yeah, when we were leaving, and he did the double, the last sweep of the house, and he saw that guy, and. It was kind of like, okay, that was like the last. But the rent, the guy who was renting the houses, he owned a couple properties around in the area. And he was trying to get my parents in that house that they were in. But before that, my mom wanted a different house that he was renting out. And he told my mom, I'm not going to give you that house. I'm not going to have you rent that house out because the previous renters did... Um, seances yeah like the they believed in like Satan and all that and then i guess they ripped out some of the carpet and the did you know the whatever star they do and chants or whatever so he said that that one had a lot of bad energy in it and he's like i wouldn't put you guys through that i've had a lot of people leave really quick after renting and being in that house for a little bit because they've had really bad experiences so for me I believe in it because I feel like energies and I don't, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. And the reason why is because we came across, we're talking about this because we came across this video about baby monitors, how people are saying that they're catching these weird interactions on these baby monitors. But it sounds like some people are saying it's mostly just like dust particles or. Well, I noticed that even with our, because we have some cameras and when we, We'll turn the lights off and the night mode is activated for a brief second. There is like a oh, like a fog, like a fog or something, filtery yeah. thing, and I don't know. For me, it's more well that for me, like I don't and I don't feel anything in in the house that we're in. Like I don't feel anything like that. So yeah, I don't know. I just know that like like I said, the things I've seen on all the TV shows isn't enough to make me go, oh man, this is so real. It's just good effects and people that are falling for it that'll watch it. So, see, and my great grandma, um, was she lived with us back in the day? She said that there was a lady who, because my great grandma would always sit on the porch, and she said there was a lady who came at out of the street, or whatever, and was came up to her and was talking to her and was like, "Hey, I need to use your bathroom." And my, you know, she's like, I just came from a Peruvian festival. I'm like, you know, Peruvian, we're Peruvian. And so my grandma's like, oh, don't worry. Just go in and use the bathroom. And like minutes after my mom came and was like, what's going on? She's like, oh, I let the lady in the house. She's like, what lady? So then my sisters all ran into the house to go find this lady that she let in the bathroom. And they swept the house and nobody was in the house. And she's like, no, she was just, she just walked in. I know she's in the house and they never found anybody. And I think she said it was the same lady that she saw in the backyard kick the, one of the dogs, but we didn't see anybody in the backyard. So I don't know. I just, there's a lot of people around me who 
fell or like had experiences and I felt negative energies, but I don't think I've ever encountered, you know, people or I think, I do think that sometimes the spirits follow certain people. I don't know if that's true or not, but I do sometimes feel like that's a possibility just because my parents still have weird things happening at their house. So I just wonder sometimes. Yeah. I, I also feel that sometimes it could be a staple of people that are overexerting themselves and they're not fully rested and they, and they open up stuff on their own and forget about it because your parents are really hard workers and they definitely could use eight hours every night, but they're probably getting two or three. And so maybe some of it might be due to being really tired and thinking things that, because they say that when you're super um, depleted of rest and you're really tired, you can actually hallucinate. You can, mm. you don't have full control of a lot of your mental Well, it's mental crazy faculties. how my mom can hallucinate and same with my little sister who lives in that house and they both hallucinate at the same time and things happen at the same time for them. they're both not sleeping the same amount of time Uh, probably right and and if you're there and i'm there or two people that believe in that kind of stuff are both without rest and they have been talking about it on previous days it's in their mind already and if they're the same amount of time interesting yeah that would be interesting to see just like i believe in aliens and you don't you just don't believe in anything it's not that I don't believe in aliens. That's not what I said. I do believe there's <laughs> life outside of this planet. Which Just is not the big head green guys. Big guys, green guys, or also ones that are out traveling our universe and have landed here and have made it that much further. <laughs> Reminds than me us. of Paul when he's like, "Are you going to probe me? How much can I learn from an ass?" <laughs> <laughs> Let's hold it up. Speaking of you asses, mean plug? oh, we're plugging. Let's plug some asses. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go first because I let you go first, so it's my turn. Go for it. (laughs) So mine, and I don't know how many of you guys heard of the story, but this New Jersey family goes camping up in Canada, and while they're sleeping, it's a mom, their two sons, and the dad. A wolf goes into the tent. The dad jumps in front of the wife and the two kids, and pretty much wrestles this wolf to the ground. And the wolf is just tearing up his arms. I guess he actually got, the wolf got a grip of the arm and started dragging him out. And the wife was pulling him by the legs, pulling him back to her. And they were obviously screaming and yelling for help. Luckily, there was a person on a different camp area who could hear them screaming. So he jumped up. They ran to go help him. They were able to hit the wolf on the backside, scare it, and then throw stuff and yell until they scared the wolf away, and they were able to get him some help. So obviously the guys who came to help him are my um, plugs. Um, oh, fuck that. The dad's the plug. Well, they, they all are. Yeah. I mean, he he definitely saved his kids and the wife. Um, they did, the camp area did go and find the wolf and kill it, so... They weren't exactly sure why the wolf, because they said it's really, really rare for that to happen. She's been really hungry. But that was the thing. They said that the wolf was about um, like 78 pounds, and they were saying that it was actually 20 pounds under what their weight should be at that 
age or whatever. So obviously it's it was starving and it kind of was surprising to me because usually don't wolves go in packs. So maybe it was just like a wolf that got out of a pack or was kicked out of a pack or something, didn't have food and was kind of trying to find food on its own or something. So definitely a lot of plugs in that story. The dad, the guys who were able to save the dad because he would have been gone and it would have been a different ending, you know? So good job guys. That is awesome. I, I read that story as well and I was very impressed. Yeah. That's crazy story. And wolves are humongous. I mean, my, my family has huskies and what there's a couple of them that are half wolf and the, the dad is huge. You know, he's a huge dog. So to, think of a full wolf is just crazy to me. So it would definitely be a very intense situation. (laughs) I think that luckily for me, I'm a big dude, so I can at least use my weight to my advantage against the wolf. Such a big ego. Sometimes I don't know how you get out of the house. How do you even leave through doors? (laughs) That's why, you know, it's just one step at a time. Oh my gosh. Go in at certain angles. I make it work. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Let's hear your plug. So first, shout out to Texas. Shout out to the judicial system. If I said that right. <laughs> Correction. I, no, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> so in Texas, a father beat and killed a rapist of his five-year-old daughter to death. Oh my gosh. And he did not get a single penalty, a single fine. He oh is a gosh. free man, as he should be. Yes. So I guess it was either he, I think he walked in on it and what? just <gasps> beat the dude to death. Oh and my gosh. I'm sorry, but. Same reaction from yeah. me. If I walk in and that's happening to any of my girls, you're a dead man, period, end of discussion. Yeah. Like, There's not enough, like, you know what I say, you know, I, my big ego or whatever, it would take 12 men to stop me from you and me because we, I couldn't, I would not control myself. Like, I don't even care who you are. Like you're dead. And that to me is just crazy when the dads do get like charged or whatever. In other states, the dad would be going to jail, but Texas has different laws apparently. Oh my gosh. Go Texas. We need those laws here because... You just hear so many of those stories and then the guys do some time and they have good behavior or whatever and then they get out and you're like, how? Like you you stole innocence. Like how do, how are you out? Well, so I was listening to another podcast and they had a guest on the podcast who was in a rehab facility mm-hmm. and he said that they were allowing certain people, like it was a low-end uh, facility getting off of heroin Mm -hmm. and so sometimes they'd have inmates come in to get off heroin as well and he said that his roommate the first day he met him was like i can't believe i'm out of jail i just killed someone yesterday and they're letting me in here to get off heroin and he was digging into the story and the guy that had killed someone the previous day had killed someone in jail so he wasn't like killed someone on the outside and then he's in this heroin facility he had actually killed an inmate but it was his job to go and kill child molesters. Oh, wow. And he was implored by the gang factions of in, inner working prisons. Yeah. Where if you're a rapist, it was his oh, yeah. job to kill you. 
Yeah, I talked to somebody about that kind of stuff because I'm like, is that real? Like, you see it sometimes or you hear it on movies. And I asked someone, I'm not going to say who it is, but I asked someone about that if that could be true. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's that's true. Like, you have to think about it. Like, the guys who are in jail, it could be a drug dealer, it could be a gang or a gang, being, or gang member or whatever. Um, they are also fathers. Like, they have families and they have children and Take they'll do anything that they can to protect their kids. And to have one of these people come in and knowing what they did to a child they will protect those kids because they have their own kids. Like they are still human, even though they went and killed somebody because of gangs or whatever it is, they still are fathers first, you know? Well, and I guess this guy was noticing that some of the other gangs weren't staying on top of, like, I guess you had certain areas or whatever. Mm -hmm. So this guy would go and say, Hey, you've got two known child rapers that are still alive. Do you need me wow. to kill them? Because he was so, that was his that job. That was his job. And I just thought crazy. it was crazy to hear about. But I think that it's what needs to happen. Like if you can say for Without, 100% yeah. fact. I agree. I'm sorry. If there's people out there who don't believe in the death penalty, like, and you don't want to be friends with me, that's fine. But I, like you said, if you know without shadow of a doubt that this person and there's evidence that he has or whatever molested or raped this child, I don't care. Like you are gone. Like you are not worth saving to be in society like you've lost that privilege you know and i don't care about people coming and saying well you know you have to think about them and how they were treated as children too or if they were beat or whatever i know people who have been abused some way and they're not like that towards other people like they are trying to break that and be better for society so for me i'm sorry if this offends people but it's not a good enough excuse for me so I applaud this father in Texas who killed this person. I'm sorry, but I do because he probably saved multiple children getting raped or molested or whatever down the road, you know. And I'm so sad that his daughter had to go through that. And I wish her the best because it's not something easy to forget. Bounce back or, from. Yeah. yeah. So. And especially at five, five years, like... It's never a good age. Right. There's no but age. Yeah. At five, it's not never okay. You start forming life memories. Like it's right. not as easy to forget as if you were younger. I'm not saying being younger is okay, but five yeah, there's no age. To permanently remember. Yeah. There's no age. That's crazy. That I applaud the guy in Texas, the father. Good job. So it's kind of a sad one, but it's like a good note too. It's weird. My uh, emotions are like everywhere yeah, right now. <laughs> I, I couldn't decide whether to put it in the plug or the hole, but I felt like the fact that the dad didn't get jail time and the guy won't be bothering anyone else. It's sad, but good at the same time. So it's, it was a permanent fix to a bad, bad problem. Yeah. So that's why I chose it as a plug. Yeah. And to me, and then I know there's a lot of people out there who think that I'm like overprotective or am I too blunt or too open about certain things. But for me, I'd rather have, I feel like if more parents were willing to open up and be more blunt with their children and not because that they're embarrassed or they feel like weird about talking to their child, I feel like there might be more like awareness and the kids will be able to kind of fight a little bit more for themselves and say that's not okay or no because they are aware and they got that awkward talk out of the way you know so i don't know i just ugh, breaks my heart but kudos to the dad so 
So on more brighter news, <laughs> we're going to be starting to release a side piece. Super excited for this, you guys. You don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, so this episode, Eric wanted to name it the side piece episode. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just super oh, excited. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad that you're glad that you're excited. We're going to be releasing them on Thursdays where there might be a little shorter than even our normal episodes, but we're going to take an actual topic and just just talk that topic and we'll give you guys you know kind of what we're doing on this first one we're going to be talking about night routines we're going to first implement how what we've found from having a night routine for our girls but also a night routine for ourselves and how it's bettered our everyday transactions by doing a nice night routine so we're going to kind of go into night routines on this first side piece we're going to do some cooking ones. We're going to do some just fun all around ones. It'll be and fun. And I think it'll be more uh, kind of heavier on like the family aspect and the couple aspect. Um, you know, our name is Spouse Holes and it's because Eric and I are spouses um, and Eric's an asshole. But <laughs> just kidding. Just facts kidding. are facts. Let's not. Don't, you know, don't go to apologize. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. Um but we have a lot of fun with these topics that are kind of like random and we kind of have our personalities come out for these topics. So it's fun, but we kind of want to go a little bit more in depth with other stuff. That's a little bit more towards like a certain parents and all that stuff. So anyway, so we're super excited for that to release on Thursday. So keep an eye out for that. And if you guys have any topics you guys are wondering about or, um, suggestions as far as those little topics that you guys want talked about or you know you had a certain night routine that worked for your kids that maybe people have asked you before and you want to share go for it we'd love to hear it um, but yeah we're going to share what worked for us and what helped us with our girls and maybe it'll help somebody out there so spouseholes.com check us out follow us on instagram and facebook and spouseholes podcast like us Give us five stars on your podcasting devices. And go share with all of your family and friends. Get it out there. Spouse holes. <laughs> Bye.